To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Inda Brady, our UK correspondent, with us now. Hi, Inda. Hey, Heather. Great to speak to you again. So Finland is going to announce in the next couple of hours, you reckon, whether it's going to join NATO? Yes, so very significant developments here and Sweden to follow possibly as early as Sunday. All off the back of meetings yesterday, Boris Johnson flew to Stockholm where he met the Swedish Prime Minister. He then headed to Helsinki where he spent time with the Finnish Prime Minister. And he announced that the UK has now signed, and he signed it on the UK's behalf, a mutual security agreement so that if anyone, and we're pointing towards Russia here, were to attack or invade Finland or Sweden, the UK would come to their defence and vice versa. So you've got to look at what has happened in Ukraine and think this has been a spectacularly bad decision by Vladimir Putin because he was warning earlier this year against Sweden and Finland ever thinking about joining NATO and in a matter of hours now that is going to happen. Well, how do we expect him to react? Well, we don't know. But quite frankly, people have run out of patience with him. I mean, we've seen what's been going on in Ukraine now for uh, two and a half months. It's absolutely horrific. And it's getting ever closer to to people's doors here. And I would imagine Finland, more than anyone, have a lot to worry about because there's a very difficult, bloody history there going back to World War II and even before World War I with the Russians. And they gleefully, gratefully welcomed Boris Johnson to Helsinki yesterday with good reason, because they they need allies. And there has been a long-standing good relationship between London and Helsinki and London and Stockholm. And Johnson was very happy to sign that document yesterday. And Inda, if if they do sign the document um, or or go ahead and join NATO, how would they necessarily have troops stationed in country? And if so, how quickly? Well, look, they've both got militaries, but they're neutral countries. So they're going from being neutral to joining NATO. And I think what you will see is other NATO countries getting involved. Perhaps the UK will lend training and military assistance. But there is absolute determination to resist Putin and everything he stands for and to repel his forces. And I think the big fear was that if he got Ukraine and he consumed that country and and put it into part of a greater Russian Federation, which he's already got Belarus on side for, that where next? You know, Lithuania, Estonia, Latvia. Mm. Will he just be allowed to keep picking off former Soviet republics? And he's never going to be happy. I mean, Boris Johnson describes Putin as having neo-imperialist ambitions. And he has. I mean, by his actions over the last two months in Ukraine, he absolutely has. Hey, what do you reckon are the implications of Ukraine cutting off some of that gas from Russia to Europe? Well, look, the story behind the story. So a lot of the headlines have been made, you know, the Russians saying that Ukraine has cut off the supply of Russian gas to Europe. The Ukrainians, and we've no reason to disbelieve them, they're saying that occupying Russian troops are diverting the gas elsewhere. So the end result is where they can control it, the Ukrainians have decided to cut it off. And um, we do know that production and, and receipt of the gas via those Ukrainian pipelines yesterday was 25% down on what Tuesday's volumes were. So the Ukrainians taking action and taking control where they can. Um, but, you know, the, the, the conundrum is Europe has been heavily reliant on Russian gas for so long and the network of pipelines across Ukraine 
bring it into countries like Germany and Poland and the, and the rest of Europe. And now, what, is, what has Kate done with, with a student's crossword? Oh, this is a lovely story. So William and Kate went up to Scotland and they were visiting the University of Glasgow. They were on the campus. And a young guy from the north of Ireland called Jack Baird, he was in the study, he was in the library looking at his work, and he had a crossword that had been troubling him for some time. And he saw a lot of commotion outside, people gathering, and he thought, he didn't even know William and Kate were arriving. So he went outside, um, and he he had the first thing in his hand to wave at Kate, it turned out to be a Times newspaper. And when she came over, he said to her, they had a chat, and he said, look, I'm really struggling with my crossword, seven down. He said two words, um, five letters and four, sovereign's annual income. And quick as a flash, Kate said, civil list. And uh, I guess, you know, if you're going to be the future monarch or the future uh, queen, um, you've got to know the civil list. So there you go. It would have been a bit embarrassing had she not known, um, but it made his day and it finished his crossword puzzle. <laughs> How about that, Ender? Thanks so much. Ender Brady, UK correspondent.